Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Saturation. We are very Hi. excited. Kate and I were just spilling some private tea before oh, we no. um, were recording. I know. Sometimes, well, always, we have little, like, conversation before we start, and Sometimes I'm like, let's save it for the podcast. This we cannot say for one. That. Uh-uh. <laughs> we couldn't do that, but I just always love our little catch ups before because it just really gets me in the mood to Same. do this thing. Typically, Same. and also disclaimer, guys, I moved back. I moved my stuff back last mm-hmm. week, um, so my microphone is somewhere in my house now. Just a little discombobulated at the just- moment. Still haven't found it, so hopefully this will be the last week where my audio is kind of subpar. No, you're doing great. I was going to ask you too, does it feel like you're no longer a Texas resident, or do you still feel like, oh, I'm going back? I feel like it's in the rearview mirror. Oh, honestly. see, now that, I like that. I like to hear that, because I feel like that's just good. That I mean, that like that's good just yeah. always around, mentally... Everything. And I think that's why I was so dead set on, like, bringing all my stuff back was yeah. so that I could just be, like, done. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to go back and pick up, like, little mm-hmm. things here and there. Like, I'm just yeah. work. That's how, now, now that you say that, that's how I was. I When I left my stuff at TCU for, like, a semester, I was like, mm-hmm. I just want to go back and get it. I'm not going back. I, I just need to get right. it. I need to, the rear view mirror. I like it. it exactly. It's like, I could have put it in a storage unit, but when my heart is much set on making a bigger move it's Mm -hmm. like let's just go let's just take the leap of faith and like go for it oh my gosh well I'm so excited for you and your next chapter that I know that you'll keep us all updated on I definitely will um okay we have like some exciting things to talk about I feel like nothing like yeah, like not yourself, overwhelming but, but really good nonetheless yeah really good nonetheless would you like to go first or shall I I'll go first. Okay. I'm excited about Grace's topic. Yes. Okay. So um, we've talked about the podcast Call Her Daddy on the show before. They had some like big drama at the start of the summer. And Mm -hmm. we mentioned last week, I think in Saved on Instagram, that Miley Cyrus was going to be on the episode last week, which Mm -hmm. she was. Um, And it was just really interesting because I think anytime – a celebrity goes on a podcast, especially if they don't do them a lot, mm-hmm. you get such a better idea of like who they are. Yeah. Because on those TV interviews, like if they go on like Jimmy Kimmel, for example, mm-hmm. oh. they speak for like 10 minutes. So short. Yeah. It's usually them promoting something. Mm-hmm. So they'll explain the project, what went into it, what mm-hmm. they're hoping to get out of it. And like, that's pretty You're much right. it. You're right. However, when they're on a podcast, like, it's usually like an hour long. They're asking about anything and everything. So you kind of get some like some more tea. Yeah. No. I saw um, two things. Just you mentioning that. I saw that Miley said this was kind of her first podcast. She'd never really done a podcast before. Yes. And I heard like I watched a few clips of the pod. Um, and one of the things I thought was interesting was that Alex, the host, mm-hmm. like gave. Obviously, you have to give like a list of questions or whatnot for them to approve with any celebrity that you're interviewing ever. And Miley, she, I heard her say like something about that she was pretty surprised that Miley was open to talk about several things that she wanted to talk about. So, yeah, excellent point. Yeah, and something else that I thought was interesting about it, like if you guys are Miley Cyrus fans, you haven't listened, I would strongly suggest it mm-hmm. because, like, I'm a Miley Cyrus fan, but I know she has like an army, mm-hmm. but like I'm definitely not in, but like I am a fan. Yeah, and I thought it was so interesting, like. She's always been really open about her sexuality, but it mm. kind of, like, delved deeper into, like, where, like, things started for mm-hmm. her and stuff. Like, she said that the first, like, she hooked up with two girls before she ever hooked up with a guy, which I thought was interesting. Very interesting. And um, she lost her virginity to Liam. That was big. That was, like, headlines. That's kind of what you saw. Yeah, yeah. And um, I thought that was interesting, too. She said she told him that she had had sex with someone before so she didn't look like a loser mm-hmm. but uh at 16 right yes yeah. and like in the podcast alex is like it's not nick jonas and she's like it's not nick jonas it's actually the guy that i ended up marrying and i was like what? <laughs> so that was interesting and another thing that i thought was really interesting is like although she's really open about her sexuality like 
she wasn't trying to act like mm-hmm. she's like a hypersexual person. Like right. she was very authentic and like true to herself. I felt like she was saying that, um, like a lot of the questions that Alex, the host was asking, like she didn't have like a sexual answer. She was like, honestly, like people think that I am like obsessed with sex and all of this stuff. And like, I'm really not. Yeah. And so she made it a lot more about her career, although there was interesting stuff like that. Um, she said, like, she started, I think she said she liked girls before she ever liked guys. Yeah, I saw the thing about Minnie Mouse when she was, like, 11 yeah, or 12. Like in movies, like, I always thought the female character was hotter. Like, mm-hmm. I always thought Minnie Mouse was really hot, and then I ended up working for Disney. She talked a little bit about her Disney days. She was saying that, like... For a while, she tried to get so far from it, and mm-hmm. now she's, like, so glad that it was part of her life. She's like, I had a wig snatched when I was, like, 13, honey, like, lace front. Like, I learned so much from that experience, and it's just part of who I am. Like, yes. I love it now. Yes. Uh, I loved hearing that, because I, I, and she said, like, I didn't know it then, but, like, I got to go to work with my dad every day. Like, she was like, that yeah. was such an incredible thing. And I saw another interview that she was doing, just, like, press-wise, and mm-hmm. she said that, like, she definitely imagines that one day that they'll, like, reboot that show. And, like, mm-hmm. she wants to play that character again. But she doesn't want to do it, like, she she said she can't sit still long enough to be, like, tied down to, like, a soundstage five days a week, you know, like the Disney schedule. But mm-hmm. I, I like when she talks good about that because that's such nostalgia for, like, our generation. I know, totally. And, um... Gosh, I'm trying to think what else. There was a lot of really mm-hmm. interesting stuff. I uh, the whole thing was like essentially promo for her song. Like they started off talking about that because yeah. she did drop a song Thursday night um, called Midnight Sky. Mm-hmm. And Do you like it? it? I really like Me it. Too. I think it's like very like Dua Lipa, like mm-hmm. clubbing. Yeah. Um, kind of 80s a little bit. Music, but Dua Lipa totally changed that for me. And like mm-hmm. now I'm like super into oh, that genre. Yeah, yeah. And. She made it, like, really progressive and, like, pushing the boundaries by referring to, like, um, her lips on my mouth and his hands on my hips. Like, yeah. she kind of switches up the genders yeah. and stuff because she yeah. talked a little bit in the podcast about how that was something that she hasn't really heard done before. But she feels like a lot of people can, like, relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just so interesting. And the thing about Miley is, like, I, I feel like she talked so much, which I like. Yeah. Me like, too. she was not afraid to express herself, and I feel like she was very well-spoken. Like, she doesn't have a hard time explaining things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, like, pretty much knows who she is and what she's about. Um, Which is very commendable, I feel like. Yeah, and she also had some, like, amazing advice. Yeah. Um, this. She was talking about, um, like, how to move on from a relationship, and she's like, I'm all about lists. Take a list and write down everything that they added to your life. Yeah. Write down everything that they subtracted from your life and how much each thing is worth. And then take that list for the next person and then you'll know what you don't tolerate and what you're looking for. And she said, I also look at someone that I love more than anyone, like my mom. Mm -hmm. And I write a list of qualities that I love about her because I believe that like her soul can live in my soulmate. So then like that, those qualities are something that I look for in like people that I'm dating. Which I was like, wait, that's like genius. That's so smart. Yeah, because I think I saw part of that too. I watched like a bunch of little clips. So maybe I would watch the whole thing and all the clips that I watched. But I, I saw her talk about that. And she said something about like, like she realizes one day her mom is going to be gone. And so mm-hmm. she wants those qualities around still. So insightful. Yeah. I like actually think I'm really going to do that because I was thinking like about my granny Mm -hmm. and like the things that I love about her and our relationship. And I was imagining those things in like a soulmate. And I was like, wait, that would be like the ideal scenario. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love that. I'm really excited for her in this next like journey. Um, And good for her for going on Call Her Daddy. I feel like that's like an audience. Um, that would be very accepting of her and Mm -hmm. I I know that she's like worn the merch and stuff before so I'm happy that she got to go do that and yeah and I would be so excited if this kind of set a precedent for call her daddy for like more celebrities to want to go on it yeah because I feel like you learn so much about them 
Yeah. And yeah, I, I yeah, I think just like the nature of the show is so open that it does I mean it opens that up for conversation. I am so excited about that topic and about Miley. And I wanted to mention that she it was announced like maybe today or yesterday, she is gonna be performing at the VMAs. Ooh. You know how we feel about Miley at the VMAs. Like that's yeah. a that's a moment in time. Um, so that's exciting. And then I also saw during all this press that she's doing, of course, she and Cody Simpson broke up after like 10 months of dating. Yeah. The whole episode, like that wasn't addressed. And I was wondering, mm-hmm. cause you couldn't really tell. No. Well, and I think like based on, I saw, like I watched Alex, the host vlog on YouTube and it was really good. And it was filmed like the, the, the blog, the vlog and the, and it was recorded like, on August 6th, so maybe they hadn't broken up yet. Maybe it wasn't, like, public yet, so maybe that's why she didn't ask it. Um, But I saw, like, she was being interviewed by somebody else doing all the press, and she said, like, I just want to get one thing straight. Like, this is not something that I want the media to twist and make into this big spill about X, Y, and Z. Like, nothing happened. We're still really good friends. Like, I love him so much. X, Y, and Z. She was like, so don't even start, basically. (laughs) And, um... I, I saw he posted about her song, like, congratulations. So. That's great. Yeah, and I saw something about, um, she was talking about how, like, the media created a narrative that she moved on too fast after Liam with, like, the pictures of her and Caitlyn. Uh-huh. And just talking about, like, how she wants to control the narrative moving mm-hmm. on, like, moving forward and stuff, so. Yeah, because, I, yeah, I, I think I read somewhere that, like, she said something about, like, if a guy would have done that that. then he's like a boss and right like a bachelor yeah yeah. so good so good yes um okay moving on from miley if we're ready to do that yeah ready i want to talk about john lesson john lesson john legend and chrissy teigen so i mean you guys come on great family they have the two kids miles and luna Chrissy, I personally like Chrissy more than John. Nothing against John, but I'm more attracted to the family via Chrissy. Um, and last week, maybe like Thursday or Friday, when some at the end of last week, um, John debuted a new music video for his song Wild. And they filmed it while they were on vacation recently, the family in Mexico. And at the end, at the very end, there's like a little moment where like, He's has his arms around Chrissy and it kind of insinuates her waist area and it kind of shows a little bit of a baby bump. And so everybody was freaking out and it's true. They are expecting their third child together. I'm very, very excited for them. They have a really cute family and it was such a fun way to tease it. And like they, they didn't come out immediately and say like, like when the music video dropped, like there was a little bit of a waiting period where they weren't really saying anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said, like, when they dropped the video, like, look out for the surprise at the end. So, I mean, the whole thing was just so well done. I'm really excited for them. Um, and me too, because I kind of thought they were done. I did too. Well, and I thought maybe if they did it again, they'd do it via surrogate, because I know she's had really bad pregnancies and had to do, like, IVF, and she's really struggled in a lot of pregnancy areas. Um, that's, like, known common knowledge. I'm not like making that up. Um, but what I want to say is that I don't know about you, Grace, but whenever I saw this news, I was really happy. But one of my immediate reactions was that she recently had a breast reduction. Now I'm sure you're wondering why I know that about Chrissy, but she literally had it everywhere. Like she was tweeting about it. She was posting about it. Like there were headlines about it. Like it was everywhere. So, I mean, obviously, I don't know the details, but I knew, like, oh, she just had a surgery. And I was, like, I, re- I remember kind of thinking, like, can you have a surgery when you're pregnant? Like, is that, like, a thing? I mean, I, I know I know that you can, but I, I honestly don't really know the specifics of that because that's not something I'm ever going to have to worry about. But right. I, it just seems like you don't hear of that happening a lot. So, of course, the internet was, like, ablaze with the same question. And so Chrissy took to Twitter, and I just want to read it to you guys because it's really classic Chrissy Teigen, um, a really great moment. 
I'm pulling out from my phone because for some reason my laptop will not open Twitter. I don't know what it is. At any Twitter, it won't open. Hold on. I'm going. Is it a computer? Did they block it from you? No. It's my own personal. It just like doesn't. I'm not sure. Okay. So someone tweets and says, question, at Chrissy Teigen, just announced her pregnancy. Before my breast reduction last year, they did a pregnancy test. Was she pregnant when she had her surgery in June? I feel like with her bump, she had to be pregnant before that, but I could be wrong. I'm confused. And so she quote tweeted it and said, oh, it's quite a story, LOL. So then she did like a whole thread and she said, I did the routine pregnancy test you do before surgery. It was negative. Or she said, it said negative. And then she said, it was not negative. She said, a few weeks after surgery, I took a test. And for many years now, I've taken pregnancy tests almost every month, praying to see a positive one day. Just wishful thinking. I never had a positive before. So the morning of John's album release, he wakes up at 3 a.m. to do Good Morning America. I woke up with him and I was like, man, should, I was like, man, should take my monthly, I should take my monthly pregnancy test. Wait, I'm sorry. She said, man, comma, should take my monthly test to be disappointed. I think that was a typo on her part. She said, dot, 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 I was not disappointed, but I was scared shitless. Was pretty positive you shouldn't get your boobs out while pregnant. Pretty sure. <laughs> then she tweeted again and said, so we prayed to the boob surgery gods that everything would be okay. Went to every appointment terrified, even without the surgery. I didn't think I could get pregnant like naturally anyways. So the odds felt, just felt bad. She said, but what can't, but what they, okay, she said, but what they say so often can be true. When you give up on trying, life has a way of surprising you. In summary, my boobs hurt. And then <laughs> a while later, she came back and said, also, you guys have seen how rough these past few months were for me here. So now you know why I was just extra appreciated. I just extra appreciated all the love and support through it all, especially since you didn't even know. You just thought I was in stressful internet hell. Because y'all remember, we might have mentioned this in the podcast, like back in June, there were all these rumors surfacing that she had ridden on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. And she like mm -hmm. clearly hadn't. She was like 12 years old at the time or something crazy. And people were like trying to cancel her. And so she had to turn off all of her comments. And mm -hmm. just if you follow Chrissy in the slightest, you know it was a very stressful time for her. And so now she kind of said like, also it was added stress because I was pregnant my hormones were elevated all the things so very interesting just the thing I, I just wanted to read that not because we're, I really care about Chrissy's breast reduction but because she is a celebrity kind of on the same note as Miley that will just give it to you like she's not gonna hide anything she's gonna be very open and honest she gave this whole thread about like her surgery I mean most celebrities like would not do that. I would be if I were a celebrity because it's so much more charming when like you're yeah. just open and honest. Yeah. And, like, yeah. And she's involved. and she's not some like reality TV show celeb. She's like a high profile celeb, and she mm -hmm. always gives us the information that we want. And so I appreciate that, and I'm very happy for them and their new addition to the family. I can't wait to see if it's a boy or a girl. I'm going to be very invested in this pregnancy, and I will keep you guys updated along the way. Wow, congratulations to them. Congratulations. Okay, song of the week. Yeah, I love how we're pacing this. Me oh, too. mine is so easy. Oh, I think I know what yours is going to be. <laughs> Seven Summers by Morgan Wallen. Yes. I had a song of his last week, and, like, I had seen this song on TikTok because he'd, like, teased it for, like, a long time. Yeah. So I was actually looking for that song for the longest, and then I saw him post on TikTok that it was dropping, like, yeah this past Friday, and that was the day I was driving back from Texas. When I say I listened to it, like, 50 probably times on that drive, I don't think I'm exaggerating. It's really good. It's really good. If you hadn't have said it, I was going to say it, but I had a feeling you were going to say it. Yeah. Um, I just love the whole, like... Honorable mention to Midnight Sky, though, because I really like yeah, that, too. That's what I was going to say. I, I would say that when both of those were huge hits, um... Well, hits in our book, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. But I love the writing in Seven Summers. Like, I just, that was seven summers ago. Like, that's just so yes. good. So good, so good. Um, and I, my favorite part, I think, is when he says, Back then you used to love the river and see yes. it. Yes. there with me. So good. Like, oh my God, why do I like that part so much? So good, so good. Um, 
so yeah, both of those songs, I'll just, I don't really 100% have one. I like agree with both of those, but I'll just mention for any Taylor Swift fans out there, um, on her deluxe album, there's a song called The Lakes and it dropped, we're recording on Tuesday, it dropped today, this morning. Um, it's on streaming services. So if you want to go listen, feel free. I, as a Taylor Swift fan, am a little pissed because I rushed out and got the CD because I thought, you know, surely she's going to wait a while to put it on streaming services. Like I, I had the MP3 on my phone. Like I didn't need, you know, mm-hmm. but I just thought we weren't going to get it for a while. And so I want, you know, and I went out and bought this CD. Anyways, I digress, but it is a good song. It's a very classic, like deluxe edition track like it's it's good i like the title because i love the lake so i can relate um we are just really doing it today i know i'm okay. sure okay say it on instagram i have several good things so where okay. shall we start um i actually you start because you usually have more okay okay all i know I meant to do more research on this, and I totally apologize, but Ed Sheeran and his wife, Cheryl, high school sweetheart, are expecting their first child due sometime soonish. Um, yes, you told me this. This was another one of those things that we found out, like, moments after recording yeah. last week. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I'm going to go find, it was really funny, Cardi B tweeted about it, and it was really funny, so I'm going to go. Oh, I that. Cardi's TikTok, which I want to talk about WAP in a little bit, but Cardi's TikTok is, or Cardi's um, Twitter is on one, so this might take me a minute, but it was really, 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 <laughs> oh gosh, uh, it was so funny. It might be quicker if I Google it, actually. I'm sorry, I should have been more prepared. Um, you go, and I'm going to look up this. Okay. And I'll get back to um, my first one. You guys know that I am a simp for the Sway House Boys on TikTok. Oh, uh, let's discuss this, shall we? Like, I'm not proud of the fact. I used to think they were all like so cringy, and then ever since I watched James Charles' video with them, I'm like, wait, they're all like so cute. And I'm especially a simp right now for Blake and Jaden. Okay. Like. I literally feel like a little girl who, like, used to put posters in my room. Uh Uh-uh. And um, Jaden posted a picture. There's a couple things I want to mention. He posted a picture and said, Thank you, Billboard, for making me your August chart breaker. Insanely blessed and grateful. I love you all. And I'm not surprised that he was the chart breaker because just think about how easily people blow up on TikTok or, like, the numbers that these kids do on TikTok for that to transfer, like, to their music career, it just makes total sense. No, for real. And then he's also dropping a song, I think this Friday, called Pray. Yes. Yes, yes August it, 20th. Yeah, so like I'm a, really excited because I like his music too. He's doing a lot of work um, for this song. It's like, basically I think it's written about his mental health. So you know me, I'm very excited to hear that. He talks oh, about suicide hey. and depression. And I think... I saw him do some press yesterday, and he just talked about how this is his most personal song, but it was really fun to write X, Y, and Z. While we're on the topic of Sway, and I'm still looking for this freaking tweet, um, what... Can we talk about Bryce Hall's birthday party? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I kind of do want to talk about that. So, I was watching stories, I think the next day after his birthday, Mm -hmm. and I just kept seeing stories of him shotgunning White Claws. Like, that was... The general, mm-hmm. like, what I saw. Mm-hmm. But then you sent me that video of, like, Hollywood Fixer, whoever, like, following Addison and saying, what did you think of Bryce's birthday party? And she's like, I don't feel comfortable talking about Well, I mean, do you, do you know why? Why? It's because, like, all these influencers, which it kind of makes me a little mad, too, because they have such young audiences Oh, and they're all gathering at these huge parties. Yes. And this is like the third one. And so you would think after the first two and like Bryce and them have been involved, like Sway has been involved in all of them. Mm -hmm. You would think that like they would get a clue. Like I don't like, I don't also. One that I've heard has been really bad is Tana Mojo. Yeah. And like I was actually, I was listening on my way back from Texas to the podcast Impulsive with uh-huh. Logan Paul. Uh-huh. And like the thing that they were saying about it is 
I think a lot of people are mistaking it as like these influencers being like F you and like just trying to be rebellious. And they're Mm -hmm. like, we actually think that this is how these people would behave in real life. Like they're just doing like what they would actually do. Right. Like they just actually don't care, which is so dumb. So dumb. But like, I don't think that they're like actually trying to just be like trolls. Like I actually think that they don't care, which is really unfortunate because like you said, Mm -hmm. they have young audiences and they are influencing those young audiences. And so people are going to think it's okay to have huge gatherings and be sipping off each other's white claws and right. It's just very, um, irresponsible. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, so they have this huge party. They're getting all this flack from it. It's all over line. Like other celebrities are like tagging them and asking them to be more responsible each time. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not trying to be that person, but go ahead and have your 21st birthday party. If that's what you want to do, but maybe don't post it all over social media. And, like, they hired strippers, and that was a whole nother thing. Like, there was all this, like, stuff online about how in one video it looked like they were, like, Bryce didn't really want to do the whole stripper thing, and he was being forced. I don't know. Some wild, wild stuff has has gone down with them, and I just, I just, I don't know. And apparently the, um the city of LA, like the mayor of LA is getting involved and is uh, threatening to shut off their power and water if they keep having them. And I saw earlier Bryce posted a TikTok with Noah and Blake in it and said, for some reason, our lights keep flickering. Not sure what that's about. Like, I just feel like, I don't know, you have such a platform and I, I guess they probably don't understand the platform that they have, but it's like, can we just be like a little more... I know, and for a while, like, not so much pertaining to to this situation, but I have had this thought before where I'm like, the reason why they're so different is because, like, they don't try to be, like, PG. Right. No, you're right. Like, they're totally, and, like, I kind of liked that about them for the longest, that, like, they weren't so much trying to be kid-friendly, even though, like, their audience is very young, so it's kind of like, eh. But I kind of liked the fact that they were, like, a little bit more edgy. And I feel like that's what set them apart from other, like, teeny bopper, like, heartthrobs. Is that they had kind of that edge. But this is just, like, not so charming. No, it's really not. I just, I don't really understand. But, um, good for them. I'm sorry. I'm giving up. I can't find this Cardi B tweet. It was really funny, though. She, like, congratulated Ed, and it's not even, like, confirmed. But I, she said something about it. It was going to be a cute ginger or something. Um, okay. On the note of Cardi B, I just want to do some discussion about um, WAP. Let's do it. Because for obvious reasons. So all the content around this has been incredible, by the way. So Cardi B's WAP featuring Meg Thee Stallion officially debuts at number one on the Hot 100 chart. It earns Cardi B her fourth number one hit and Megan Thee Stallion her second WAP is the first female rap collaboration in history to debut at number one on the Hot 100. Huge deal. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I was so happy to see them breaking these records because Cardi took such a long break mm-hmm. that I'm sure she was nervous about, like, what's this comeback going to look like, especially yeah. for such a controversial song. Yeah. But I feel like it was the female anthem that we needed. And it no, is. Oh, yeah. No. Almost um, giving me the same energy as, like, when I Like It came out. And, like, everyone was obsessed with that song. No. Yeah. No, exactly. Um, it also debuts with 93 million U.S. streams, the most for a song in opening week in history. Uh, it debuts at number one on the digital song sale charts with the biggest week of sales of 2020. Um, it earned 17... 117.3 million streams, um, and it's the second biggest week for a song right after Old Town Road. Um, There's all these, like, uh, it makes it the second fastest female song in history after Hello to do so. So, Hello by Adele. The song also broke the record for the biggest number one week on demand audio and Apple Music streams for a female artist. They just, like, continually kill it, and... 
I'll read you guys some of their captions. So Cardi posted all these statistics that I just read off and said, breaking pop records, hip hop did that. I'm so effing happy. I'm so proud of us. Yo, God is so big. I did not see this coming. I wasn't even expecting all this. Yo, wop, wop, wop. Thank you at the stallion getting drunky early, um, which is <laughs> cute. And then Meg posted... Um, about it and said, me and Cardi just got off the phone screaming with a bunch of crying emojis. First female rap collaboration in history to debut at number one. God is so great. Thank y'all. I'm at I'm Cardi B. Thank you for all your words of encouragement. Thank you for all your laughs and thank you for having me on the record. Hashtag WAP. So and good. I love that a female rap collaboration is doing this well because so much in the hip hop community, female rappers are pinned against each other. Yeah. So they really pulled the Uno reverse card and said... Uh-uh. Right, exactly. Um, I also loved this. I, I think I sent it to you, Grace. She, I guess, woke up and heard the news and, like, she's in, like... You can tell she's just gotten out of bed. Like, she's got in her hair from the night before. Like, all this stuff. And she yes. said, number effing one. Number one. My fourth number one on the Billboard Hot 100. I'm just so thankful. I want to hug the Lord. Thank you so much at the Stallion. I didn't even know how to thank you. I wish I can give you a big-ass hug. Thank you to all... My fans, Megan fans, thank you to the world for listening. I'm just so thankful I can't even type it. I'm going to get like a bad bitch and tell y'all later. Love y'all. Wop. And the video is just really funny. Like her energy. She's like, I just yeah. need to testify. Like I just feel it was so good. It was so good. She was like, I'm going to go get glammed up and I'm going to be back later. Like, and then she was on live last night and I was loving it. Culture was on there with her. It was really, really sweet. And I'm very excited for them. Last thing, Meg also posted yesterday a video um, and a few photos of a custom Birkin that Cardi B sent her. And she said, my manager just walked in and said, Cardi sent you something. Bunch of crying emojis. Not the Birkin with all these ends. Thank you, friend. OMG, I can't believe you. I wonder what I'm going to get her. And it's literally a custom Birkin. And on the back, it's like... It's painted on and says, thank you, Meg. Really appreciate you. Heart, Cardi B, 2020. Aww. Like, and, it, and it, it, it has like a pic, like a, Meg is like painted on there with a tiger. It's like from the WAP video, custom Birkin. Incredible. No telling how much money that cost. Very excited for them. Also, I should mention that I saw someone posted the WAP merch. Have you seen it? No. They're selling WAP umbrellas and raincoats. Shut up. That is so genius. Yeah. Whoever thought of that, gold star for you. Gold star. Gold freaking star. Oh my gosh, star. yeah. I had a lot saved about that too, but he pretty much covered it. Um, so I'll leave those out, but I'm still like so obsessed with that song. That was another one I had on repeat on the way back from Texas because I want to learn every word. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's literally so, so good. And I've been loving seeing the dances that Cardi's reposting and like are all over TikTok. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, my next one, there's a lot that I have saved about this Paris Hilton, like, documentary that's coming Ooh, uh-huh, out, uh-huh. I think, September 14th on YouTube. Yes. And it keeps alluding to some childhood trauma she had. Which yes, I, I think... Yeah, I keep feeling like it's going to be some kind of sexual abuse thing. Yeah. And I am just, like really interested to see this side of her because she's always kind of played this character and she talks a bit about that in the trailer. Um, so I'm kind of like excited to see her a little bit unfiltered as they're saying, because yeah. I'm like a Paris Hilton stan. So I'm, I'm excited. Me too. I think, um, I, yeah, it, it's going to be very interesting. At least the marketing is is, I mean, it's catching a lot of attention, so... Yeah, it's definitely making me want to watch. And I feel like we don't know a lot about Paris. Like, I don't no, know. No, we only know, like, what we've seen yeah. and kind of, like, the persona that she puts on, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, so... Also, before we move on, there's this account called Paris 2000s. Oh. And there's a photo of her and Michael Jackson. Really? Yeah. Did you see? Like, I'll send it to you. Yeah, but yeah, send it to me. It was OMG Paris Hilton and Michael Jackson 2003. And Paris commented, miss him. Interesting. 
Yeah, miss him with this emoji. I'm oh, I see, I see what you're saying here. Oh, no, I don't necessarily think that's tied together. Okay, 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 okay. I was like, I don't think oh. that's tied together because his scandals have mostly been... Um, oh, that's true, that's boy. true, that's true, that's true, that's true. I was like, now this is some... This is some in. This is really piquing my interest. Like I don't, my know, I don't think it's anything like that. I just thought it was like kind of funny. I don't know. Like it's kind of dark. I don't I, know. I love that though. It was just. Well, oh, I don't love that, but I it love was, that. It was interesting more than anything. I'm just mentioning it because yeah. it was interesting. Okay, I'm, okay, yeah. I'm not trying to stir the pot. Right. No. <laughs> I see. I see. Now. I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page. Okay. I've got to turn you on to this, and I'm gonna need to know if you've seen it because I feel like it's something that you would like and I'm just recommending it to all our listeners. Have you watched Selling Sunset? No, but I am planning on it because okay. I love real estate. Now listen here, y'all. Let me just tell y'all about this show. I'm not a big reality fan, as you all would know if you routinely listen. I, that's not hundred percent my thing. Um Grace loves the housewives, the bachelor, etc. I don't really yeah. gravitate towards that. But this show's been getting a lot of hype on Netflix called Selling Sunset. It had two seasons previously, and then the third season came out like maybe a week or so ago in August 2020. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, watch it, watch it, watch it. People kept talking about it. And it became one of those things where I was like, I don't want to miss another Netflix moment. Like, I don't want to miss another big thing that everyone's talking about and not understand it. And someone told me like, and so I'm going to give you guys the advice that they go they gave me, even if you don't like reality. It's very nice because the homes break it up. Like, there is the typical, like, cattiness, the drama of reality television, but, like, they're real estate agents on Selling Sunset in L.A., in Beverly Hills. They're selling million-dollar mansions. They're selling celebrity homes. They're celebrities on it. Like, it's very, very, it's a very interesting concept. It's So, it's, like, one of the biggest brokerage and real estate agencies in L.A., the Oppenheim Group. It follows, like, six or seven of their real estate agents. And so... It's so good. The houses are insane. Yeah, and that's my favorite part if you of love real estate. One of the big things that I was drawn to was that Chriselle Hartley is like the one of the main stars who was previously married to Justin Hartley of This Is Us. He plays mm, Kevin yes. on This Is Us. And she's beautiful. They were a very hot couple. Well, they got a divorce back in November. Well, this whole third season is, like, all about the divorce. Oh, and gee. so it's, like, back in the headlines now because we, like... Yeah, I've been seeing those headlines. Yeah, so that's what I really wanted to mention because, wow. Like, yeah, it's all super crazy. Basically, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but she, like, she was blindsided. Like, he texted her that, that he had filed for divorce. Oh, my God. And she got it as she was leaving the house one morning to go to work. So... It's very interesting. A lot of people are speculating that maybe there was some cheating. Um, Maybe, you know, they were both soap opera stars when they met. He was previously married for six years and has a child with another woman who actually released a statement last week in the midst of all this, like, saying what a great dad he was. Very interesting. Um, And a lot of people are speculating that maybe their life just changed and maybe his ego um was inflated a little bit he is on one of the most popular television shows in the world currently um she is like one of the sweetest human beings so i feel really bad for her but i do want to mention that she did tweet last week um when the show came out and of course my twitter i don't know why i do this my hold please um she she tweeted and she said that um, cause I guess he's getting a lot of hate online and she said, I so appreciate all the love you guys have given for hashtag selling sunset. Wow. That being said, some of you are attacking a certain person in defending me. I appreciate the sentiment because of certain, because certain things have made me bad, but I hate the feeling like someone is getting bullied. Very interesting. Um, and then she said, want to help me empower women. And if my tweet has any say at all, I just hope you can keep the passion, but maybe minus the, the, uh, uh, virtual, virtual, I don't know what that word is. Um, love you guys so much through, love you guys so much though, and love your enthusiasm. I'm so sorry. I'm an awful reader on here. Um, 
But anyways, Grace, I'm going to need you to watch it. It's really good. Every episode is approximately 30 minutes long, 32 minutes or something like that. And there's only eight episodes a season. So very bingeable, really good. I'm very much team. I stand Maya. I'm very much like team Chriselle, Mary. Yeah. Obviously there's villains, etc. It's a very good show. You need to watch. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, okay, my next one. Um, oh, this was cute. I actually, this was on Kylie's story, but I saw it posted on Stormaloo, which is like a Stormy fan account. Yeah. Storm Webster fan account. Fan account. And they're on vacation, and it's, like, her and True, like, Ugh. running around the beach. And it's just so pure and cute. Like So good. It's so cute. And why do they both have, like, butter style in me? They're so cute. <laughs> so rude. But, yeah, I just thought that was worth mentioning as well as, like, I'll just lump this in. That video, I think it's, like, in a Keeping Up with the Kardashians trailer or something yeah. of Kylie. Like, Chris is trying to get her and Corey to leave. Yes. Like, let me live. We're taking a shot. I know. It was, yeah, that clip is good. Yeah, I was giggling at that. Me too. Um, My next one, I just wanted to get your take on this kind of grace. Um, And it also has kind of a personal connection to us in a very small way. So it was announced last week that Jojo Fletcher from The Bachelor is replacing Chris Harrison for two weeks because he had to take and drop off his son at college, which his son is going to TCU, for anyone yes. out there. Go Frogs. Congratulations. Welcome to the family. And so I guess they're saying because he had to travel to Texas, he's got to quarantine before he can come back on set. And so I guess they're not going to stop filming for him, so they brought in JoJo. Well, then yesterday, he is seen on set with Claire. And so people are like, what's happening? Like, I thought he was quarantined. Oh, my God. They're like, I thought Claire was out. Um, I personally, my theory is that maybe she's going to get married on the show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I could Like, why is she still on set? Because you know, anybody that has common sense knows that whenever you're done on The Bachelor, you leave. Like, there's not, you don't stick around. Right. So it's really confusing to me. I'm so confused by the whole thing. I'm just like, oh my god. I feel like they're trying to make it like they keep trying to save it and it's getting too messy. It's getting messy. And they need to put something out. Like there's just rumors and gossip like swirling. Yeah. And it's getting really confusing. It's got me real stressed. Yeah. I just wanted to mention it. Yeah, this is going to be my last one. Okay. But I've been mentioning these like every week because I love when, like, the real, the new episodes of The Real Housewives come out, and then the girls will post, like, pictures from that trip or, like, from that night, like, mm-hmm. the night of, that it's aired, yeah. I guess, and that was, like, an old picture, uh-huh. and there was this really funny scene in last week's episode where the girls um, in Beverly Hills are in Rome, and they both, like, put the, Dorit and Kyle were both, like, very hungover. They were up till four in the morning the night before, but uh-huh. they had plans to go ride on Vespas the next day and so they like put together these like really cute looks and like got their hair and makeup done like went to go do the Vespas and they made them wear helmets <laughs> and like the girls were like can we can we not and they're like oh no like it's the law you have to wear the helmet so this picture with like the hairnet on that she had to put over her like glammed hair That's funny. and then there's a video of her because they didn't even ride Vespas they were in the sidecars <laughs> It's so funny. Like, oh my God, it was a really good episode. That's really funny. I will say that watching Selling Sunset has really piqued my interest in Housewives. I don't know that I would... I want you to watch so bad. I feel like you only don't like reality TV because you haven't given it a chance. But you get so invested. And listen, I'm not going to lie. Like, there's nothing happening currently on television. So... Nothing. Nothing. Like, I saw Dancing with the Stars is coming back September 14th, and I'm like, F it. I'm going to have to watch it. Like, there's... <laughs> like, my granny watches it, but I guess I am too now. Same. I'm like, 
I, I literally pay for cable and I haven't used it because nothing's on. Anyways. Um, oh, wait, one more thing. I yes. started watching Little Fires Everywhere. <gasps> and it's... Have you watched it? Yes. Oh, my God, Cade. It's so good. It's so good. It got nominated for five Emmys, I think, maybe, or four. Gosh, yeah, I think I have, like, like one or two episodes left. Really good. It's good. I'm at the part where Reese Witherspoon just told Pearl. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I'm, like, I cannot wait to watch tonight because my mom and I usually do, like, one episode per night. Yeah. No, super good. You might yeah. have to just do both in a row because I think there's, yeah. Okay. I don't want to give you any spoilers. Oh, but tell her you need to start a little early tonight because yeah. I'm, like, so So excited. good. And I know it's based off a book limited series it's not they're not doing a second season but it is it's really good. and i love the shows that like are social commentaries but also have crazy good plot lines yeah if it's just social commentary it's boring like i feel like glee got too social commentary and this uh-huh. plot line like died out uh-huh. but i love shows that have like hidden agendas and yeah. messages that you pick up on but also like a super strong plot line like Oh, chef's kiss on that show. Chef's mm. freaking kiss. I love that. I love, love, love that. Um, and like Carrie Washington, amazing. The whole thing. The acting is all like incredible. Whenever you finish it, you should go watch. I just watched it. It's like a six minute clip. Carrie Washington hosted Jimmy Kimmel last night and Reese was her guest. And so they did some like discussion. Yeah. It's not a long clip, but it's cool. Yeah. Um, as always, I have just, like, a list of things that I'll just, like, kind of spout off. I wanted to give an Ellen Show update. Ooh. Ellen had a video conference um, with her staff recently. Um, and I kind of addressed a lot of things. They fired three top producers. Um, Ed Galvin, Kevin Lehman, and Jonathan Norman um, have all been let go. Um, from the show, obviously no one has seen the clip. It's just been like word from sources, but, um, apparently she was like breaking down in tears and she basically said she had no idea that this is, uh, this was what life is, um, like on her set. Um, she also, I'm not buying it. No. And she like, I'm sorry. I I like, she's toxic. Right. I'll give her, I'll give it like 10%, like, okay. But the, the 90, the rest, like the 90, the rest of that, like, you got to take some responsibility for your own show. I mean, come on. Um, she also addressed the rumors about like not approaching her or looking her in the eye. You know, people were saying that was a thing that they were told not to do. Um, and she said that was blatantly just not true. That was a lie. Um, they did move up Twitch, you know, her DJ Twitch. He's a great guy. They moved him up to co-executive producer after six years on the show. Um, she said this season... Will... I've always loved him. I know, I know. And I, I think that was probably a good move. He's a really great guy. He's obviously a man of color. Um, and so he definitely deserves that. He, he adds to the show for sure. She did say that this season will be the best they've had so far. She was spotted out over the weekend at lunch with Kevin Hart. I saw some paparazzi pictures. I don't know. It, good for them for firing some people. Um, I'm interested to see how she comes back because she's got to address it Dang, in some this form. This is really hard to recover from. She she has to address it. There's just no there's no like getting around that. Yeah, there's um, no good way to address it. The next thing it's been kind of speculation that Cara Delevingne and Kaya Gerber, Cindy Crawford's daughter, is Kaya. <sighs> Everybody says they're just best friends. I'm not really sure. They got matching tattoos on each other's foot, feet, um, that say soulmates. So, not really sure. Very interesting. I'm always fascinated fascinated by anybody that Cara Delevingne's dating. I'm not saying she's dating Kaya, but it is interesting. Um, Bradley, no, I'm sorry. Brad um, Pitt and Jennifer Aniston are among the stars who will take part in a table read of Fast Times uh, Ridgemont, at Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I'm not really sure what that is. I'm assuming it's a movie of some sort. They're going to be yeah, doing the classic. Okay, they're going to be doing a virtual table read of it. So people Ooh. are very excited to see them on screen together. There's Wait, been who's Cardellvine? No, no, no. Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. Shut the fudge up! No. I miss- 
that. See? And I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know if they were a part of the original cast or if they're just they doing weren't. it. They weren't. Okay. So it's just probably something for charity or whatnot. Um, there's been a lot of stuff in the press about him and Angelina Jolie. They're having some custody battle issues. So I'm, I'm excited to see how that plays out. Um, like, I honestly think my life would be complete if Brad and Jen got back together. Like, I'd be good. It would really flip could, the tables on 2020. I could say, you know what, my love life, I can I can die alone. Mm-hmm. I'll adopt. I'll yeah. find a sperm donor because Brad and Jen are back together. Yeah, it would totally flip the tables on 2020. Totally. It, they could really do some do some good charity work there. Yeah. Speaking of charity work. Um, my last few things. Sophie Turner posted a photo for... Um, Joe Jonas's birthday. It was obviously a throwback photo. You know, they've never publicly come out and said that they had a child, but we saw the pregnancy <laughs> pictures. They, did. they had a child. It's like very well known. They've just never commented on it. But in her post, she did call him baby daddy. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of rumors swirling that Camila and Sean Mendez are on a break. Thank God. Unsure if there's validity to that. Just saw it and wanted to mention it. Um, Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga are performing Rain On Me at the VMAs for the first time. Woo! Very exciting. The VMAs are this Sunday. Wait, so have no, we figured next. out if there's going to be a, like an audience? No. I think there. I think it's going to be in multiple locations, maybe. So, so maybe celebs are going to oh, go. Okay. So like there will be stages, but there won't be like crowd. I think. And okay. it's not it's not this Sunday, it's the next Sunday, the twenty eighth maybe or something like that. Um and then last but not least, just wanna prepare you guys, Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli, their sentencing date is this Friday. So we will find out this Friday in this long saga whether or not they are going to jail. The prosecutor is asking that they uh, Lori serves two months and Massimo serves five. We will see. I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. I just had to mention God, it. God, I honestly feel like it's just going to get another freaking extension because this uh, feels like it's never going to end. Really? We, we've been talking about this since March of 2019. Unreal. Unreal. A year and a half. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. That was a good one. That was fun. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love it. We love you. Love you. Give us a rating, review, tell your friends to listen. We'll be back next Follow week. Follow us on Instagram. Thank you that you wanted. Yes. We'll see All you right. then. Bye.